Good morning, family. Welcome to another episode of Inside the Armor. I'm your co-host, Big Brother Boom, BBB, Triple B. And I'm joined by my podcast partners, Joe and Russ. All right, fellas, how's it going? Great, great. All right, yeah, so what's yeah. on the table for today? Yeah, what's on the t- what is on the table? I think us getting together and talking about uh, minding our business is a great topic, man, because we were we were sitting down talking about um, some of the things that that Russ had been doing in his business, right? But how does he how does he go about his day? What does he do? How does he manage his his business money and separate that from his personal money and all of those things. And that, and that just, that just made a, a great topic for us right now, man. Mm-hmm. How do you mind your business? Mind your business. Yeah. Now that's good. I, I was challenged by that when you, when you, when you, when you brought that up and uh, it's funny, you don't look at yourself, you know, in the same way other people look at you. And mm-hmm. then when I started, uh, you know, doing some uh, self-evaluation, uh, I thought about it. I said, yeah, how, how do I mind my business? And, you know, how do you mind your business? So I'm excited to, uh, you know, to, to uh, share with, you know, my experience and hopefully help, help other cats out there that are either in the same, same path or, you know, traveling another path and, and uh, you know, looking for uh, tips on how to improve their path. So I'm excited. I'm excited, guys. We're excited as well. In in the words of Jay Z, Russ is not a businessman. He's a businessman. <laughs> a businessman. <laughs> I like that. All right. So so all three of us are entrepreneurs, even though some of us are more inclined to know more about managing businesses than than the other two of us. Okay. So so. I like- I like the words a little more seasoned. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. Seasoned. There seasoning. you go. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Okay. And uh, Russ. Yes, sir. Talk to a brother. Okay. What? Uh, what's? What's? What's on your mind? Give me a. Give me a. You want me to give you an introduction to how I got started in business? How, how about that? How we? Sure. Okay. So, I'll give you all the the, the brief. Uh, quick version, if you will, but um, uh, went to college. I was a typical high school grad, you know, college had aspirations of being an architect slash engineer, um, was, uh, was headed, headed, headed. Actually, I went to Morehouse College with a uh, dual degree program at Georgia Tech. So I was heading there to get my degree, dropped out of college, found myself in a, in a place of uh, complete, uh, loneliness as well as uh, being lost, if you will, not knowing what I want to do with my life. Uh, took a job with the government, worked at, and then worked uh, in corporate America for a few years. Um, uh, a mentor of mine recommended a book, and this is the beginning of my, my entrepreneurial path. Hold up. Go ahead. Back up. Back up. You made a, you made a major point right there. A what of yours? Mentor. Okay, going forward. We will okay, a, men- a mentor of mine recommended Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Um, yeah, great uh, book, man. Great book on bestseller list. Uh, ch- and I always tell people, you've, you, I know you guys heard the story, it changed my life. 
It changed my perspective on business, on everything. And um, uh, I remember the, the, the key, one of the key things I realized, and, and this is Robert Kiyosaki talking, he says, uh, you're either, you're in, there's a book called The Cash Flow Quadrant. And he said, you're either an employee, self-employed, business owner, or an investor. And, and in his book, he says, if you want to become financially wealthy, if you want freedom from, from, uh, from work and you want to achieve extreme wealth, you have to derive your income from the business and the investor quadrants. That being said, I, I reevaluated myself. I, I, I went from everything to what I considered wealth, what I considered I was worth. I, I changed my entire perspective and actually um, uh, started my entrepreneurial path behind the basis of his uh, uh, his book. So I, I became I, I tell people you know jokingly I became a disciple of his of his thinking, not because well, because the fact that it wasn't a get rich quick scheme. It was how to obtain wealth and with the principles and the mindset you have to obtain to achieve a certain level of success. So I, I say all that to say that that's how I, I started my entrepreneurial um, venture. And that's, uh, you know, I you know, started in business for the first time, uh, technically, officially in 1997. 1997. Well, that, I'm, I'm glad you, you uh, um, brought that up, that one of the keys that I, came, that I heard out of there is one, you made a decision to, uh, to, look at your dream and reevaluate. Mm -hmm. um, the other thing was the mentor that uh, you had, and we've mm -hmm. talked about the importance of mentoring um, throughout this, uh, throughout our, our conversations. And then another thing that you said was, um, oh man, I lost it, but following the principles that were laid out in uh, Robert Kiyosaki's book, which uh, it, it is a very good book. And I recommend um, anyone who's, looking at into going into business to read and i recommend that book when i'm talking to people as well but mm -hmm. knowing the difference between being self-employed and a business owner because a lot of people get that confused yes they do and and so you know being able to delve into that but so how long have you actually been in business so yeah, so uh, it's a great question. So uh, now, as a uh, and, and I'll I'll give you the you know, the bigger picture, but I consider myself not consider I am a developer now, but and that's my one you know my current main business. But I started business in 1997 for myself, where I left corporate America and became a uh, I opened I was uh, opened up a. Uh, a, uh, I'm sorry, a, 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 I guess a, not a credit, it was a combination of credit counseling company, as well as being a, a personal financial planner. So I, that was my first step into being on my own. In other words, leaving corporate America, having that nine to five check and, and, you know, moving into business for myself. That was a, uh, that was my first, you know, in 1997 was the first time I did that, where I just went out on my own and, Hey, let's start a business. And since then, that business I've had, I was counting, I've had at least 10 businesses, uh, which I've started and uh, someone said, don't use the word fail. Um, I have not succeeded in those business <laughs> ventures. Right, right. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. 
1997. That was the official, my official uh, kickoff, if you will. Okay. You learn from those mis- missteps. Absolutely. Every, every single one of them. So you don't fail, you learn. You learn. That's right. So we're in we're into year two of COVID mm-hmm. and people have been furloughed. People have lost their jobs mm-hmm. and by necessity, they they've had to have become uh, entrepreneurs. So so my brother, for yes, somebody sir. who wants to start a business, but they don't know where to start, how would you how would you address their concerns there? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, my personal advice, in my opinion, I would, uh, and I've learned from, again, mentors and others, but I would, I would search for something that they have a passion for, something you love, um, uh, something they understand. Um, there's a lot of different areas in, in business you can go into, but I would venture, you know, looking back on my career, you know, not career, my path, if you will, um, finding the things that you love, uh, I, th- I think is a, is a great way to start. And there's so many business ideas now. I, I think one thing that this new generation and even older generations have, have access now today is obviously the internet where, I mean, you can literally, you can Google right now, what's the best business to go into or what's the easiest business to start? I mean, there's so many questions you can just get an easy answer to. Um, but I think, you know, to answer your question, um, look for something that you have a passion for, because I think you do that. You, you have a, uh, again, in my opinion, you, you have a, uh, a much, much better chance of success because you're going to put energy into it. Not necessarily because of the money, but because you love it. So. Oh yeah. That I, I love that right there. Um, you know, from, from a lot of the, a lot of the books that I've read, a lot of the people that I've been engaged with that are business owners, entrepreneurs, and, and the other key thing that you said in that first segment was uh, it's not a get rich quick scheme. It's you have to actually work. Yes. A lot of people uh, are few of can be fooled mm-hmm. by the, the glamour and the glitz that they see, especially on the Internet and these other areas <laughs> where they think that, you know, someone went into business and pow, they became a millionaire. And, yes. and that's not the reality for the majority of people that go into business, but doing what you love, doing mm-hmm. something that you love, I've often heard, I've, I've felt it myself when I've done it, it doesn't feel like work because it's you're working in your passion. You're working towards a goal and helping other people should be the goal, not yes, making sir. money. Because Absolutely. if you do it to help other people, the money will come. It will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's so uh, you you touched on it. You know, when it comes to business, it's just so much to think about, so much to do Mm -hmm. that it's very easy not to know what to do or 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 get stuck doing nothing. So how did how did you did you ever have those type of um, plateaus? And then how did you get through them? Absolutely. I, I, and and that's a great question. I, I, I've had those plateaus. I still have those plateaus. You know, here I am 57, still have those plateaus, but key, a key element to, uh, to, to, to um, resolving that issue is going back to the basics. So 
going back to your goals, and I, I've always said this, I, I tell this to, especially because I mentor young uh, real estate investors, and I always tell them, you know, find out, you know, what, what is your why? You know, what, what is your why? In other words, you know, why, why do you want to do this? Is it just to get rich, make money, uh, you know, buy an expensive car, leave a legacy? Like, what, what is your, find out what your why is. But once you find out what your why is, then you, you know, again, going back to the basics, you can um, you can go back to your goals and look at those goals. And so when I get stuck personally, I go back and look at my goals. I, I have I have a book right now, man. I can show you my goal from 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 uh, ninety. Gosh, I think almost college. Yeah, when I when I uh, when I dropped out of college, I started. Uh, so I was what twenty years old. So thirty seven years, I've got a book that I wrote down goals that I've achieved and set. And my point is. I do that even now, and you guys know, because we've had this conversation, I've recently reassessed some of my goals and I still go, I go back to them because it, it allows you to, to evaluate. Again, you hit that plateau and you're like, man, where do I go? I'm lost. What do I do? The looking back at your goals that you wrote down for, for me, again, resets my mind. Oh, okay. You're doing this. Because, oh, because you said you wanted to build this in five years. You want to have X amount of money in the bank in 10 years. Like it just gives me focus. So hopefully that answers your question. Yes, that, that does. Go ahead, Boone. I see, I see your mind formulating. I see it spinning. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. So do I need a business plan? And if I, if I have multiple businesses, do I need a business plan for each business venture? Boy, that's a great man. <clears throat> I will, man, it is so funny. I've, I've had that question asked, and I will tell you guys transparently, I have never, and this could be a, you know, to a detriment, I have never had a formal business plan, except maybe on one, one business where I was looking to get financing, because, you know, do you need a business plan? No, I don't think you need a business plan. I think you have to have a plan, but you don't necessarily have to write down a business plan to go into business. Do I recommend it? Yes. If I, in hindsight, would I do it? All my businesses, would I do? But yes, I would. And going back to what I, I was telling Joe, um, you know, in, in terms of what Joe was asking me, um, the, it's, you know, a business plan is, it's really a, a goal setting plan. You set goals, it gives you structure. So, I do think that a business plan is something good to have, but do you need it to start a business? No, you don't necessarily need it, but I'd recommend it because it, it will, again, it will give you structure and uh, direction as you build your business and as it evolves. So um, that's what I believe. Uh, I can honestly say, man, that that was an unexpected answer. And okay. okay. Um, but I understand, I can completely understand what you're saying about that. So in a formal setting, uh, like you said, going if you need to go for financing, if you're looking for, if you're going to a bank to back your venture, and mm -hmm. a business plan is a must because they, they're going to want to see that and they want to see projections of, you know, why am I investing in this business? Yes basically, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But when you're talking about uh, um, going into business, having a, having a, a, uh, a dream, 
that you want to follow and you want to bring into fruition, mm-hmm. getting started is the most important thing because sometimes I, I know for me, when, when I was uh, trying to look at the business plan, I really got stuck right there because mm. I couldn't, I couldn't figure out what, how I was supposed to write it. So then I ended up finding myself stuck right there yeah. wow. and not doing the business. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's a great, great point. Um, I appreciate that because sure. I, I definitely have been stuck there trying to figure out the business plan instead of actually doing the business. And yes. um, yeah. we, so, but recommend it. And that's a, that's a key point there. So mm-hmm. if I need to do a business plan, mm-hmm. uh, the internet, probably uh, Google. Yeah. Help with that. Yeah. But there's so much out there. Um, you know, there, there's so much information out there. How do I, how do I know who to trust and who, I mean, you know, what, what's good, what's not good. Yeah, no, that's a good question. Um, best advice I, I got in starting business, uh, that I received, I'm sorry, uh, that I received in starting my, um, one of my businesses was from a, my, one of my, uh, my cousin's husband, who's an attorney. And I never forget his, his advice. And I, to this day, I tell him this and we laugh about it today, but he goes, get yourself a good CPA, good accountant, get mm-hmm. yourself a good attorney. Mm-hmm. And he goes, and he says, and pay your taxes. And then he says, pay your taxes. And, and I don't know if you heard me, then he goes, pay your taxes. <laughs> so, so, but, but to your point, finding a good CPA accountant or an attorney, I think is essential. And again, a mentor or someone that is doing a similar business or anyone in business could help you give a good referral because a, an accountant and, and a, a attorney are key pieces to your business or always will be, to, mm-hmm. in, again, in my opinion, to any business. So, um, you know, they'll, they'll help you navigate the, the, you know, is this a good business plan? You know, you can check with your attorney, you know, a good attorney might not even charge you to to look at a business plan for five minutes and just say, you know, or, or not a business plan, but a consultant, or should I, you know, pay someone to do a business plan for me? How much should I pay? You know, so again, asking the right questions, um, that's how you know. And then bounce off two or three people and say, you know, is this, you know, is, is $5,000 too much for a business plan? It, it probably is, but, you know, who knows? Uh, but at the end of the day, <clears throat> you need to consult with other people to, um, you know, to try and make right decisions. Russ, you just mentioned $5,000 relative to business plans, and that brings to mind uh, capital. Yes. Okay. How did you raise capital for your different ventures? Great question. So the, uh, my initial businesses were, uh, in, in terms of like, uh, you know, the real estate, um, I did several things. One, I used, uh, and this is key in business, uh, I, I've learned this to be true. I evaluated my what I had to leverage by way of credit and cash. So you guys know before I uh, broke off into uh, corporate, I used to work uh, three jobs. Um, uh, I always say this to people because uh, people ask me, how did you get started? And I, I look back on my 20s. When I was 20, dropped out of college, um, I worked from age 20 to age 29, almost 30. I always had two and three jobs. And the reason why I remember it so well is because 
I, I wasn't hanging out with my boys. They used to call me like, dude, what, what are you doing, man? I said, I'm working. You working on Saturday? I said, yeah, I'm working Saturday night. I used to work all the time. And so I saved my money, Boone. Um, I, I remember working the three jobs, saving my money. Wasn't too sure what I was going to do with the money, but I did realize um, that I needed to build my own capital for something. And at the time, I didn't know it was business, but I knew it was going to be something. So I used my own money. As I entered into business, especially real estate, and I'm sure you guys have heard this term, real estate investing, you get you can get wealthy by using other people's money. So I, you know, again, through Robert Kiyosaki's book, one of the key principles that I have used in business is words are leverage. And when he said that, I didn't really know what that meant, but now I know what it meant. But the words you use, the words, the questions you ask about money and how to obtain money are key to your growth. And so, you know, one of the other things I found out through through using my words as leverage is I started asking people, uh, do you have money to invest? And they were like, yes. And so I, I was raising 20, 30, 40, $50,000 in less than a day by just paying people high interest rates. I used to pay 20% to my investor and still do to this day, 20% to my investors. Um, I could raise money from family and friends. I did it. I paid everybody back. Um, was there risk involved? Not really, because I always had their money tied up into, you know, the particular real estate deal that I was doing. So, um, I, you know, I made sure that I, I could, you know, obviously pay them back, but, you know, again, to answer your question directly, I raised capital by my own money using credit and using other people's money. Um, I, I had realized later on in my entrepreneurial career, that that banks and I will you know, tell you right away if you've got good credit and you've got some leverage banks are also obviously a good place to I mean that's sort of obvious to get money but for me starting off because of my credit issues because of not knowing a whole lot I raised it by of you know using my own money and uh, family and friends and, and again paid them a high interest rate for that for that money oh man so that that right there is uh, um, a great great avenue to um, you know come up with some come up with the capital. I, I like that. And then they're also, I guess you know it, it would all de- be dependent on what business you're going into as well. Because true you know, to some businesses may not need that type of capital getting started. Right. Um, but if you are going into a business that such as real estate or um, you know, needing a um, brick and mortar building or whatever, then capital is is necessary. And there, those are some great ways to come up with it. I like it. But the saving part, mm-hmm. saving your money. Oh, man, that's key no matter what. Yeah. yeah. No matter what business you're going into, saving your money is key. Oh, man, that, that right problem. there, you can stick a pin in it. Yep. We could probably do a whole whole podcast just on that Man. the importance of saving key, your money key principle and you and, re, and just i'm gonna interject because the i, I know i told you this joe i I, I know i told you this also key book and it, it, this book is outdated now but the book was called and you know this joe how to buy money yep. I, like if you ask somebody a question you know how, how do you buy money i i love the title of that book because it taught me everything i need to know about investing leveraging and and as I teach my young men now, 
wealth. Like I would tell my young men, you know, don't I don't want you to look at investing because I've got all you know, most of them and you know investing in stocks now. Don't look at it as getting rich. Look at it as building wealth. And I think there's a um, there's a, a, a huge benefit to that principle of saving, investing, and looking for wealth long term versus you know what what the world and what the internet is selling you, which is you know, hey man, get get rich, you know, uh, you bling bling, you know, you all know what I'm talking about. You know, I, I just think that's a deception that uh, is dangerous because it's not about getting rich overnight. Absolutely. And so I, I, re, I recall hearing Robert Kiyosaki in an interview and he was talking about um, his first, his first real estate venture. Mm-hmm. Where he bought a condo. He was living at home and he bought a condo and he rented it out and he was making $25 a month on that <laughs> condo. And that was, that was his first investment. Wow. And so, you know, some people will say, well, why would I, why would I do that? Why would I go to make, you know, just make you $25 a month? Is it worth right. it? Yeah. So from that first mm-hmm. venture, now he owns over 4,800 properties. Correct. Yes. So, yeah, I think it was well worth it. And, you know, just using real estate as one business model. As one business model. And I'll, I'll second that because that's how we started. Me and my business partner bought my first property. Uh, we were, you know, if we were making $100 a month, who knows? But, mm-hmm. you know, multiple properties later, I, I as again, as I tell young entrepreneurs, uh, especially in real estate, focus on getting your first one. Just just get your first one. And then I spoke to someone last week about a young lady uh, called me up uh, and was asking me, how did you start? And she had just bought her first one. And I just encouraged her. I said, this is what you do, you know, and because, again, that's how that's how I was taught. And, uh, you know, here we are almost 20 years later and um, it, it definitely pays off. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely pays off, or can pay off. Yeah, can awesome. Pay off. All right. Well, with that said, man, we're going to take a quick break. And we're going to come back and delve a little further into binding your business. Because I do have uh, some follow-up questions for you, brother. Okay. Look forward to it. When you leave your business, do you leave the door unlocked? When facing legal matters in the business world, do not leave your business unprotected. There is help when it comes to business contracting, even collecting past due receivables from clients. An experienced attorney is critical to resolving disputes. Don't do it alone. At SJS Law Firm, their mission is to partner with clients to help them achieve the business of their dreams and plans with timely and strategic legal advice. Their legal counselors and advisors committed, providing individualized service that is tailored to the unique needs of your business. SJS Law Firm provides the legal support you need to move forward with confidence. Secure the knowledge that you have a legal team watching out for your best interests. Don't leave the door open. Call SJS Law Firm serving small business owners, entrepreneurs, and nonprofits. Profits. Call 202-505-5309. That's 202-505-5309. Or find them at the sjslawfirm.com. Hey, what's up, fellas? If you're looking for healthy, thought-provoking conversations on a variety of topics dealing with life issues, be a transparent, open dialogue for men who need a dose of honest, engaging, and heartfelt discussions. Tune in to Inside the Armor, airing Mondays at 8 a.m. Hosted by Joe, Russ, and yours truly, Boom. 
we would love to have you vibe with us as we talk about our trials and our triumphs, our messes and our successes. Join us for Inside the Armor Mondays at 8 a.m. Iron Sharpening Iron, one podcast at a time. We're back. Russ, we want to thank you so far for the nuggets that you have dropped on us. And, and uh, I'm sure that we will put a lot more into practice so that we can be successful just like our brother. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that, man. I'm, I'm honored, actually, and humbled by the, the, you know, the interview, if you will, and, and being able to share my, my journey because, uh, you know, I know I know from which my blessings flow. And, uh, you know, if anyone's listening to this, it's, it's, it is all about, you know, a, 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 a bigger, bigger picture, if you will. And I'm, I look forward to discussing that with folks and with you guys and, uh, you know, all of us grow from it. Right. Cause, uh, it's all on our own journey. So, yeah. It's exciting. So you mentioned earlier mm-hmm. the aspect of money management. Yes. Is it true that if I don't manage my personal finances, that I would be a failure in managing my business finances? Is that true? Boy, oh, that's a good question. Yeah, that Is that good. true? If if I do not manage my personal money, that, that you're saying, I'm going to make sure I understand that. Is it true that I'll have challenges in my in managing my business finances? Yes. Yeah. Um. It, it, it could be, be it, but it all depends on who is managing your business, because uh, if you've got partners and they're handling the money, then you don't necessarily have to worry about your um, shortfalls and managing money if, if that's not your strength. I, I, I would say this, if you have issues at home, you know, looking at your financial and again, being a financial plan, a former financial planner, I'd always ask people, you know, how, how is your your personal household um, finances going? Like, in other words, are you healthy? And they go, what does that mean? And I was like, it's very easy to, to, to describe someone or to, to determine if someone is healthy financially or not. And my, my uh, training taught me if somebody is, in, is, is making $100 a month and they're spending $110 a month and all debt and there's nothing in savings, nothing going into savings, that's a, a example of someone not being healthy. But if you show me someone who's making hundred dollars a month and is saving ten dollars, you know maybe twenty dollars a month, paying all the bills, has some money in, in savings, retirement, whatever, that would illustrate someone who's a little more you know healthy. That being said, if you look at your personal finances and you're not managing them well, based on that scenario I just told you, and based on you know an evaluation, then you probably don't want to manage your business uh, money. Certainly, it's not your strength, and I would uh, I would lean towards a CPA or accountant or a bookkeeper to help you manage the money properly. Yes, great answer. Yeah. So, yeah. the fact that I fall short in one area does mm-hmm. not prevent me from uh, being successful relative to to business ventures. 
Correct. Basically reach out to somebody who um, is a lot smarter than I am mm-hmm. to assist me with, with the, the financial aspects of, of the business. Absolutely. Absolutely. And again, a bookkeeper, a CPA, and I, you know, looking at my team of, of all my businesses is key. I, my, my CPA in particular, I look at, gosh, the, the, the things that he's helping with, the, the thing, here's key, things that he's helped me optimize within my business. In other words, write-offs. We, we just talked the other day and, and he says, Russ, did you, uh, did you get me the blank on the expenses? Oh, oh no, I, gosh, I forgot about that. I mean, literally, if, if I didn't have him reminded me, that could have been thousands of dollars of a, in terms of write-offs that I would have missed. So again, having somebody, like you said, smarter than you, more organized than you, uh, who's on your team and is for your business, I, I believe is essential. I think, I think you have to have a certain amount of humility because mm-hmm. sometimes people have a tendency to, to start a business or, or attempt to start a business and they think that they are the smartest person in the room. Mm-hmm. But humility says, well, maybe I'm not the smartest person in the room. Let me get someone else who has more expert, expertise and, as Joe said, perhaps is more seasoned Yes. Uh, than I am relative to a particular aspect of, of running a business. Great point. Great point. Yeah. Absolutely. So there's there's uh there's hope for me yet. <laughs> <laughs> hope for all of us, man. Yeah. There's I mean, always I, hope, brother. Yeah. I start I started a business, I started a business almost 15 years ago. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh Dead air. <laughs> That's, That's all right, man. That's all right. <laughs> Why am I laughing? Anyway. Because it's funny, man. You're, you're laughing yeah. because it's funny. Right. Yeah. I mean, we, we have to laugh at ourselves. And, yes, and, I, and I know when I started, I pretty much um, didn't do a whole lot of research. Mm-hmm. Okay. And... Um, here we are 15 years later and and I, I look at just the just the basics the 101 if you will mm-hmm. that that uh, in retrospect I should have done a whole lot differently it's fun, funny how that works that that retrospect thing man it's mm-hmm. powerful boy because I trust me I, I try not to look in my rearview mirror too much guys and I know I've shared with you sometimes but you know going back and looking at those businesses that didn't work out for me, Man, I, I tell you, you want to see a bad day in Russell's life, man. Play play that videotape when I <laughs> when I look at the you know the money I lost and the 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 things that I did wrong and and you know I, I shake it off. Don't get me wrong, but it's it's not a good day. It's not a good look when I do that, man. It's I, I have, but I have to laugh myself and like why are you going back looking at that stuff? I mean that stuff is gone past. You can't change it, but but why are you why are you revisiting it? And I just. Sometimes I just laugh myself and slap myself in the face and look forward like I should be. Right. 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 Put myself in corrective, uh, corrective posture. <laughs> uh, you but you know, they, they always say like, like in, when you're driving in the car, the windshield, the front windshield of your car is so much larger than the rearview mirror. Yes, sir. But the rearview mirror is there for a purpose. Right. So, you know, you, you, 
you do look hey. in that rear view every once in a while to see where you were, where you came right. from. Right. Okay. And make sure that it's not creeping back up on you. Good right? point. Good point. And, but that doesn't keep you from moving forward. I, and so, yeah, that, that's a good analogy there. Yeah. And, uh, and I like what you were saying about that boon, uh, the question. Um, so when, when it comes to, to a, a daily routine, like, okay. What, how would you describe a typical day mm-hmm. for you from sunup to sundown when it comes to dealing with business and incorporating personal life in there? Yeah, I would, you know, good, good point. So, yeah, my, my daily, my daily uh, uh, regiment is normally waking up. Um, I like to pray, meditate and focus on what the day is and my, my typical day. And you guys heard this, like, so I'll, I'll ask God. And, you know, if, uh, if, if you don't believe in God, that's, uh, you know, that uh, this is, this is my, you know, this is my six, uh, what do you call it? Uh, my formula, but I ask God for, um, direction. That's, that's one of the first things I asked him. I said, father guide me today. Um, show me what I'm supposed to do. Use me according to your will, um, and allow me to, uh, uh stay, uh, functional, um, stay uh, uh, conscious and uh, do what I'm supposed to do towards, you know, my business and whatever you would have me do. So that's how I start my day. Uh, and then once I do that, I feel like I'm set. And then I go right into business mode. I, I look at, you know, in this, in this environment right now, I have uh, literally probably five different businesses that I'm juggling right now. So I wake up and I, I do what I just told you. And then I focus in on my five businesses and I look at all five of those businesses and say to myself, what do I need to do today to accomplish? You know, cause obviously there's a goal in every one of those businesses, but what, what can I do today to accomplish, you know, uh, something, uh, you know, something small, something large, but, you know, usually something small to get closer to my goal. And it's in a lot of times you just mining into the title of the podcast, mind your business. I have to mind my business. You, you, you know, think of it like a farm, you, you know, you, you plant seeds, you got to water it. You got to trim it. You got to do all that stuff throughout the season. So that's what I'm doing right now in this season, five businesses. I will literally, you know, water one today. I, you know, I may say, Oh, you know what? I'm not gonna be able to fo- water this one today. I'm gonna water it tomorrow because I've got so much energy focused on this one. And so that's how I do it. And if, if, I, if I had one business, I, I would encourage people to focus all your energy into that one business and do what you can do in that moment of time, in that time that you have, uh, you know, eight hours, whatever you consider a day of working, um, put that energy into it and, uh, you know, make decisions that are going to, you know, help hopefully reach, uh, allow you to reach that goal. And, um, and it, it could look like, uh, and I just throwing this out there, making a phone call to potential mentors, making a phone call to potential partners, um, reading something that, you know, again, with the internet is just crazy. When you can literally say, um, uh, say I've got a flower business, how, how to increase my, my, my flower business and increase sales. But like, you can just Google that stuff and it'll all come up. And then, you know, you've got a set of things you can do right there. It's, I hate to make it seem like it's easy, but there's so many resources out there now that, you know, that I didn't have 20 years ago, you know, you had to go into a encyclopedia or try to find a book or go to the library and find it. Now 
pull up on your phone and get it. So I, I don't know, I'm going all over the place. I'm trying to give you a general idea how what my day looks like. And then once I do that, Joe, uh, you know, I, I, I try to water it and do little things. And then I sit back and evaluate. Okay, you know what? What did I do? Did you were you would you have a good day today? Did I was I productive? And to be honest, completely honest with you guys, there are days when I look back, I'm like, man, you didn't do anything productive today. Hmm. You know, yeah, you you know, you read this, you read that, but that's you didn't you didn't do anything productive towards really watering your business the way it should be watered. So sure. you have those days too, and I think you have to forgive yourself on those, uh, you know, in those instances, and say, okay, what am I going to do better tomorrow? So, you know, it is a constant, you know, uh, ebb and flow, if you will. Right. Uh, and there's no perfect scenario, at least in my opinion, there's no perfect scenario on a day, especially in business, uh, you know, because we're all we're all struggling uh, on some level trying to, you know, break through or to, you know, more sales, more whatever. So. So so give it give us give us your 30 second God's moment in your business. Oh, easy. Yeah. Um think meditation prayer is essential uh quietness quiet time is essential uh let god speak to you i, I believe personally that he'll bring uh the, put the resources in your life bring the people in your life if it is his will and and, and he knows and you're connected to him um he will bring that uh, clear and I, i'll talk about that on the next podcast but i have instant after instant after instant an example after example where he has done exactly that and there's no way you could call it luck. There's no way you could call it chance. And uh, tune into the next podcast to hear the, the rest of the story. As we always say, if you have any questions, if you want to hit us up with some feedback, you can reach us at info.insidethearmor at gmail.com. Again, it's info, info.insidethearmor at gmail.com. Peace. Peace. Peace.